Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jerry Lopez filling in for Hammer. We'll go to the hotline and bring on Tony Kennett, host of the Tony Kennett cast. Weeknights at 7 o'clock here on 93 WIBC. Also investigative reporter for uh, DailySignal.com. You have a brand new article up, Tony, about how Butler University is investigating college Republicans for condemning anti-Semitic chants. It's, I mean, on the on its face, that article, the, the headline is absurd. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Go. Let's go back to the days after October 7th, one of the most terrific terrorist attacks uh, in the history of Israel, the most uh, Jews dead since the Holocaust, uh, brutal attacks, torture, hostage-taking, rapes, uh, beheadings. And in the days after, you see an outpouring of support for Hamas and anti-Israel demonstrations, not only across this country, but across the globe. Uh, what what did you see in the days after that horrific attack? Well, I saw a lot of uh, individuals obviously condemned from the left and right, that, that horrible situation. And then I saw a lot of young 20-something, uh, late teen-something college-age kids who started saying that, well, actually, Hamas was justified to respond that way. I, again, to, to quote that Washington Post columnist, what did you think decolonization meant? Um, and, and that was that kind of weird celebration. So the Students for Justice in Palestine organizations, um, which have always been very pro-Hamas, started organizing pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas rallies around the country, uh, basically to say that they supported the actions that were taken, as evidenced by a lot of the really gross chants that started to pop up, such as not a victim, not a crime, meaning Israel wasn't a victim. So therefore, Gaza and Hamas did not commit a crime in all of those rapes, beheadings and murders. Unbelievable. So fast forward to a couple days later, there was a protest on Monument Circle. There were pro-Israelis and there were anti-Israeli protests, pro-Palestinian protests at the same time. I believe I was out of town. You were uh, filling in with Jason Hammer. What did you see when you um, when you kind of went out there on Monument Circle and and listened to the chants and and the protests? Sure. So uh, the Butler University Students for Justice in Palestine group announced they were going to hold this rally in in downtown Indianapolis on Monument Circle. Uh, I was in, like you said, that day for you, actually. And uh, I walked down with John Herrick and uh, at a different time with uh, Jason Hammer and just a few others from various news crews around the state. And I recorded for a couple of hours the, the insane chants 
that uh, a lot of those pro-Palestinian protesters were chanting, such as, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That is a call for the ethnic cleansing of Jews for uh, from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah, it's the It literally is the motto of Hamas in their charter. Uh, so not exactly hiding the ball there. And then, of course, also things like uh, not a victim, not a dime, followed by not a nickel, not a dime, as in no support, no financial aid for Israel. So you said, um, you again, said not a victim, not a crime um and then what was the other one not a nickel not a dime okay. no more room for israel's crime and so you you so, heard them chant that not a victim not a crime uh the, only, the chant which again suggests what not only not only did i hear it i recorded it yeah uh so because you know that's kind of what got which is insane but this is what got the butler university college republicans in trouble is that they made a claim without recording it and documenting it on HD video, which is not a requirement in the United States. You don't like if someone's like, hey, I was raped, you don't have to be like, well, where's the video of it? Because uh, that's gross. But I, I heard that and recorded it as well as not a nickel, not a dime calling for the U.S. to uh, not give any kind of aid or support to Israel at all. Because as the protesters said, they think that Israel and the Jews there are a terrorist state. It's just amazing to me. I, I had not heard that. Um, I've heard a bunch of anti-Israel slogans, but not a victim, not a crime, which again suggests that b- because pro-Palestinian students believe Israel isn't a victim, there were no crimes <laughs> committed by Hamas. There were no war crimes, no terrorists to rape, torture, and slaughter women, uh, as you put it in this article. That is, I'm, I'm just, I'm flummoxed, actually. And, and now you're saying in this article that Butler is investigating college Republicans for condemning those anti-Semitic chants? Right. So uh, according to emails and documents obtained by the Daily Signal, uh, the Butler University Equity and Title IX office, a lady named Azure Swinford, who used to be a Title IX coordinator at IPS, um, she got complaints from the Students for Justice in Palestine after Butler University College Republicans posted a letter of condemnation on Instagram in which they said, um, this anti-Semitic chant is gross. It celebrates the death of uh, all of the women and children that were just raped and burned and slaughtered and tortured in front of their parents, etc. And we condemn it. We, we think this is gross. We think it violates Butler's Office of Student Activities um, or Student Office Discrimination Policy. You know, okay. like if you're going to receive funding and resources and a faculty advisor from the university, you have to abide by the university's policies. Sure. Like I can say I'm a member of any club anywhere uh, at a university, but for official university clubs, you have to follow university rules. So they said that because Students for Justice in Palestine at Butler organized this protest and participated in these chants, this violates the discrimination policy. You know, calling for ethnic cleansing yeah. kind of violates a discrimination policy. You think? So they asked Butler to investigate. Yeah, I know. And uh, I guess asking Butler to investigate and then to revoke their university organization status, like Rutgers just did with their Students for Justice in Palestine, 
um, the Title IX coordinator, uh, Azure Swinford, agreed that that was inciting violence against Muslim and Palestinian students. Again, this is according to the Butler letter, which is wild. That's racist in and of itself. If you think that all Muslims and Palestinian people chant, not a victim, not a crime, and that all Muslim and Palestinian people are threatened by a university investigating something, oh my gosh, that's a rather racist thing to insinuate, don't you think? So what happened next? What is, you know, moving forward? I mean, I'm looking at some of these emails right now. What is the, what is the current status of the, uh, the Students for Justice in Palestine chapter there at Butler and then the College Republicans? Well, for, as far as we know, uh, that chapter has not been investigated at all. In fact, I received a screenshot last night that I'm working on verifying that the equity office at Butler promoted the Students for Justice in Palestine protest before it happened. So very wild development there. You're the first to hear it. Um, Mm. As as far as what's going on now, we've had radio silence for six and a half weeks. And the reason that's insane is because the entire investigation hinges on this claim. The Students for Justice in Palestine group claims that the Butler University College Republicans made up that the protesters were chanting, not a victim, not a crime. They said, nobody chanted anything like that. That's not true. And by making that up, you're inciting violence and harassment. And that's why I was originally contacted, because remember, I was down on the protest filming it all. So... When we found the footage, um, uh, they asked me to be an education rights advocate. They thought at that point, you know, the investigation was becoming quickly unethical. Um, I went to the campus. Um, I did hold an off-the-record meeting as an education rights advocate for those two young men with the two college Republican presidents, the previous one and the new one, yes. as well as Azure Swinford. I can't reveal information about that at the moment, um, but... We did have a meeting. Uh, At this point, though, there has been no update in the investigation. There has been no, like the university hasn't come out. The only thing I have been told officially by the university is that we're not going to discuss it with anybody. Well, so, So, but did you, (laughs) did they hear, did the administration hear your footage, your audio that you have of those protests? I sent that footage to uh, the communications director, a man by the name of Apple, uh, and I linked the footage in what I sent to them. I mean, I'm looking uh, at it right now here on your piece at the Daily Signal. I mean, it's very, very overt. You'd have to be all kinds of deaf. I played the audio on the show last night. You'd have to be all kinds of deaf not to clearly hear the chant, not a victim, not a crime. But merely, I mean, as you put in your article, it's, yeah, obviously it's good to have proof that these college Republicans' allegation is correct. But you don't, it's not necessary to file a, a, a complaint like this. But, but, you have exactly. the, but you have the audio. Exactly. And, and that's really the key point here that I think that maybe some might be missing. Which is, and Jay Green pointed this out perfectly. He's a, a senior research fellow over at Heritage's uh, Center for Education Policy. He said, can you imagine that if someone experienced sexual assault and stated, I was sexually assaulted, if they were then the ones investigated instead of the person who committed the sexual assault, there'd be outrage or police brutality or any other crime. But because it's a situation in which Jews, oh, there are a lot of Jewish students, uh, I believe that the, the one of the former presidents of the student Jewish organization at Butler 
either is or was at one time a member of the college Republicans. So I guess the concerns of Jews being harassed and targeted, you know, like they were surrounded at MIT and at Cooper Union in New York. Yes. Not exactly a, a baseless fear. Oh, I suppose that those things aren't good enough. No, that's actually incitement. So it's it's insane. It I mean, I, insane. and you've been clear before. You you're all for free speech. You're all for. I mean, if you want to go out there and say free Palestine and and those kinds of chants, you have no problem with that. It's the incitement of violence and advocating of genocide that that takes it to another level that actually causes well, people to feel fear on on college campuses. And I'll be clear, I don't want any of these students expelled. I don't care who the university investigates at all. If the university wants to open up an investigation based on pre-existing discrimination policy, all power to it. You wrote the policy, abide by the policy. What I do have a problem with is a Title IX coordinator, Azure Swinford, which, by the way, is a federally funded position. At Butler University may be private, but it, had, it takes federal money, which means that that's federal dollars coming from your pocket and mine. Mm. I'm sorry, but my dollars are not going to go towards discriminatory and unethical investigations, making a mockery of civil rights investigations. And again, it's not even a, a universal standard. We have no record to this date that they are investigating the Students for Justice in Palestine organization. We have no evidence that they are investigating anyone for that kind of behavior, except for the college Republicans filled with Jews. Uh, his name is Tony Kennett, host of the Tony Kennett cast weeknights here at 7 o'clock on 93 WIBC. I'm sure you'll be hearing more about this tonight during the show. You can find the article, dailysignal.com. And what what is the um, your uh, X handle? The Tonus, T-H-E-T-O-N-U-S. My man, at The Tonus. Have a great weekend, great reporting, and keep us updated. Thanks, Nigel. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.